Uh, we're in the North Caribbean, the only Caribbean island that is completely surrounded by the Caribbean Sea. The Rosal Great House is definitely one of the must-do things in Montego Bay. And yes, I would recommend the night tour. Um, the day tour is a bit, uh, it's all right, but the night tour is much better. We won't spoil it for our listeners. Right, not many places in the world you can go to the beach to climb a waterfall. I confirm that Blue Mountain Coffee is absolutely amazing. Yeah, had some this morning. Not Gets your day going. <laughs> you need it, definitely. We'll start your day off right. This is episode 30 of the Travel Podcast. And on this episode, Lauren and Jules from the Travel Podcast team are joined by Donovan from the Jamaica Tourist Board discussing why Jamaica has something for everyone, their recommended attractions, where to stay on the island and what each area has to offer, plus much more. Welcome to this episode of the Travel Podcast. I'm Lauren, your host for this episode, and today we are heading to Jamaica. I've been lucky enough to visit Jamaica, so I'm super excited for this episode. Um, And today I'm joined by Jules from the Travel Podcast team. Hi, Jules. Hi, Lauren. And today we're also very lucky to be joined by Donovan, who is the Business Development Manager for the Jamaican Tourist Board. Hi, Donovan. Hi, thanks for having me. We're happy you're here. So to start, Donovan, could you give a quick intro of yourself, what it is you do and how long you've been with Jamaica Tourist Board? Oh, wow. Um, You're dating me now. Um, I'm the business development officer for the Jamaica Tourist Board, and I cover the southern United Kingdom. So I interact a lot with the travel agents and tour operators in the southern part of the country. Um, I've been with the Jamaica Tourist Board for too long to mention, but I've been in the UK for the last 15 years. I think in total, I've been with the Jamaica Tourist Board for 30 years. So lots of um, experience where that is concerned. Very knowledgeable as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it, basically. Um, as I said, uh, lots of experience coming to the job. And um, it's really a great opportunity to share the wealth of experiences and knowledge with our travel agents and tour operators here in the UK. That's brilliant. So whereabouts is Jamaica? Ah, great question. Jamaica is in the middle of the Caribbean Sea. Uh, We're in the North Caribbean, the only Caribbean island that is completely surrounded by the Caribbean Sea. Uh, We're about 90 miles south of Cuba. And flying time, we're about just over an hour flying from Miami. So Jamaica is a really good destination for twin destination holidays with the Northern America and uh, Jamaica, obviously. Lots of connecting flights from North America, Canada. So it's quite easy for people who want to consider the dual destination holidays. Sounds amazing. And I'm guessing in the middle of the Caribbean Sea, you get quite a bit of sunshine. Is that what your weather's like? Summer year round. Um, it gets a little bit cooler in the winter months, obviously, but it's also very good weather right throughout the year. Traditionally, May and October would be rainy months. However, when we say rainy months, we get sharp bursts of showers in the afternoons, cools everything down, and you're back out to the beach, to the pool, to your activities, you know, by within an hour. So rainy season doesn't mean unending days of rain. It's just afternoon showers that we get. And that's why the island is so green and lush when you visit. That sounds fantastic. I bet that makes for great wildlife as well. Yep. Lots of, um, not so many wild indigenous animals, but we do have a few. Um 
you won't really see them. We don't have snakes or any dangerous animals, obviously, um, which is a plus. But um, we do have a zoo. We do have um, areas where you can go and see a lot of birds. Actually, we do have the highest amount of indigenous birds in the Caribbean. So for people who are interested in bird watching, Jamaica is really a good destination for that. You'll see, you know, all these birds quite easily while on the island. That's great. So when we get there, I have seen Jamaica, you've got such a wide res- wide range of different accommodation types. Um, but what what's your sort of recommendation for maybe like a luxury resort that you've got in Jamaica? So that's really good. We do have a wide selection of properties available in Jamaica from the intimate boutique properties, the inns and the large all-inclusive hotels. We do have a cluster of properties which we call the Jamaica luxury properties. And um, they include some, I'll just name a few of them, Trident in the east, uh, GoldenEye, which is very popular now because that is where Ian Fleming wrote his Bond books. And um, lots of interest to the upcoming film in Jamaica, the upcoming Bond film. So GoldenEye is another location. We have Jamaica Inn, boutique on the beach. Uh, We have the Half Moon. Uh, We also have Round Hill, lots of celebrities. And, you know, these are kind of properties which attract a lot of people who want smaller property, lots of space, privacy, that kind of thing. In fact, we have lots of recognized brands as well, internationally recognized brands um, in Jamaica. And in fact, this year coming in the next couple of months, we're going to have two new hotels joined our list. We have hotels uh, Ocean by H10 joining. They're opening in October, as well as the Eclipse at Half Moon. So two new properties to join that extensive list of properties which we have on the island. That's brilliant. Do you have a favourite? Oh, that's a hard question. Um, I have several favourites. <laughs> several favorites. It all depends on what um, you want. Um, if you like a larger property, it's there. But um, it's very, I, I personally, I go for the villas and because they're much smaller and that's my personal preference to go for a much smaller experience than a large hotel. And there are several villas to choose from while in Jamaica. That's brilliant. That's really lovely to hear. So how are you dealing with the um, the current climate that we're in at the minute? OK, well, in terms of um, the COVID experience, I like to call it, The government of Jamaica has put in place lots of um, protocols which have kept the nationals and our visitors safe. Uh, It's very important to say that the protocols in place are quite fluid. They're subject to change. There have been changes and it's all to keep both visitors and locals safe from the COVID-19. What we tell everybody is... um, For the most up-to-date information, go to visitjamaica.com and there you'll see all the information that you need. If you're going to visit Jamaica, one thing that you do need is a travel authorization. And to get that up to five days before you travel, you have to go to visitjamaica.com. A pop-up will come. It will ask you if you're a resident or a non-resident. You select the appropriate tab and you go, you apply for your travel authorization, get it. And once you get to the check-in at the airport, 
They'll ask you for it before you board your flight, before you check in, and you're good to go. Currently, from the UK, we do not need a COVID-19 test on arrival, nor do we need a certificate. So that's quite good for us. We do have flights going out at the moment uh, with British Airways. Uh, British Airways, if I may continue talking a little bit about flights, we do have flights with British Airways. And BA has introduced a new flight. So they will be going from London Gatwick into Montego Bay, which is adding to our existing route into Kingston. And when Virgin resumes later on in the year, Virgin will be now flying from London Heathrow and again into Montego Bay. So we do have the flights and we do hope to welcome you to Jamaica pretty soon. Perfect. And for those who are looking to travel to Jamaica, sort of where are the main areas of the island that they would usually look to stay and what is kind of the difference between them? Because I think there's six main resort areas. Is that right? Yeah, we have six resort areas. Three are larger ones and more popularly known. And then we have three others. So the main ones would be Negril, Montego Bay, and Ocho Rios. Negril, we call it the capital of casual. It's very laid back, very relaxing, uh, perfect for people who want to just relax on the beach, work on that tan, great for nightlife. Then we have Montego Bay. We call it the complete resort because everything is quite close by. It's very complete. Uh, Four championship golf courses in Montego Bay, lots of lovely resorts, luxury resorts, and we call it complete. Everything is in within, I would say, a five-mile radius of the airport. So it's quite easy to get around in Montego Bay. And then we have Otrios, my favorite resort on the island. We call it the centerpiece of Jamaica. And the great thing about Otrios is that it has a lot of attractions, over 30 attractions in a 10-mile radius. Some of them you can't do anywhere else in the world. And a lot of people are amazed that, oh, you have a lot of attractions there. But in Jamaica, we have over 175 attractions. So there's quite a lot to do while you're there. For people who want it a little bit on the quieter side, you can go down to the south coast. Uh, Not much in terms of large hotels, but you have a more family, a more community tourism experience, we call it off the beaten track. Or if you're into a lot of nature, you can head to Port Antonio. We say Port Antonio naturally. We call it the Hollywood of the Caribbean. Lots of films for people who want to catch up on their Bond trivia, uh, their film trivia, lots of movies, The Blue Lagoon, uh, Cocktail was filmed there, so you can go to these locations. And of course, last but not least, we can't forget Kingston, the heartbeat of the country, the heartbeat of the nation. It's a vibrant city, huge city, uh, not really a resort, but it's a gateway to the Blue Mountains, lovely resorts up in the mountains. And of course, for those who like Blue Mountain Coffee, it's a great experience to visit some of the coffee plantations or hike to the Blue Mountain Peak. So quite a lot to do in the six resort areas that we have on the island. I confirm that Blue Mountain Coffee is absolutely amazing. Yeah, had some this morning. It gets your day going. <laughs> You need it, definitely. It will start your day off right. 
Yeah, definitely. Is it safe, Donovan, to, to hire the car and go around the different areas in Jamaica? It is safe. And in fact, I usually recommend it for people who are not too nervous about getting out and driving themselves. It has its advantages. Um, you're not on a schedule as if you're with a tour. So, you know, you hire a car, you can go around on your own pace, visit the attractions. You can stop by and interact with the locals, um, having a, a trying the fruits. They sell a lot of fruits along the roadside. So it's a great way to get around. The advantage also is that we drive on the same side as you do. So you don't have to feel nervous about, oh, am I on the wrong side of the road? It's quite easy. Really good word road networks across the island. The only tip I would give is that if you're going to go on the toll roads, uh, my tip is to make sure you have local currency, Jamaican currency, to pay for the tolls because they do not accept uh, cards payments at the moment. So it would be good if you're going to drive, uh, plan your journeys, you know, because it's really good to just know where you're going. But it's quite easy to drive, get around the island and, of course, explore. Would you recommend then to someone who's looking to stay to kind of maybe stay in one accommodation, uh, one resort for their whole time and get a car and go out and explore? Or would you recommend maybe staying in like two resorts? It depends on the time um, that you have there. But twin centres are always good. Um, you can stay one week in, say, Negril and you just have beach. And then the next week in, Mon- in Ocho Rios or Montego Bay and go exploring. So it all depends on what you want to do. Um, some of the car rental companies, you don't have to hire a car for the entire trip. You can hire a car for three or four days and do your exploring that way. So it's quite good if you want to use one resort area as a base and then do your day trips. Uh, it is important to know that Jamaica is a huge island, so it does take some time to drive around. So if you're staying in, let's say, in Ocho Rios, and you want to do the Appleton Rum Estate Rum Tour on the south coast, that is a long day's drive. And it's going to take you quite a couple of hours, you know, two and a half, three hours to drive to the other side of the island and then think you have that journey back. So it's good to plan your journeys uh, and try and stay in your local areas or, you know, a couple of hours drive. But try not to do the attractions if you are going to drive. Try to stay, you know, within one, two hours driving time of the hotel that you're staying at. And mentioning on twin centres, I could imagine as well that cruise and stay options are quite popular in Jamaica um, so doing like a cruise first on the Caribbean and then spending sort of maybe a week, 10 days in Jamaica after. Yep. That was actually very popular. It continues to be. Um, Tui up uh, home ports, one of those ships there. Uh, obviously, this year it's not the same. But when we get back to normal, and it will get back to normal, we will resume having the ship home ported in Jamaica. It's a very popular choice where people go off, do their Caribbean cruise, come back to Jamaica and spend seven or ten nights just on one of the resorts and really get to enjoy a full experience of Jamaica instead of just a cruise stop. So, again, that is something which is very popular with our visitors to the island. Awesome. Okay. So when I visited Jamaica, I went about a year and a half ago now. And like you mentioned earlier, there's over 175 different attractions that you can do in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Didn't quite get to do 175, <laughs> um, but I did a few. Mm-hmm. One of the ones that I wanted to touch on was the Great Rose Hall. Um, uh-huh. 
Mm -hmm. We actually did the night tour and I don't want to give too much away, but I was definitely laughing, crying and also nervous crying. Um, But that is an awesome tour to go and do. So if you're heading over there, I definitely recommend the night tour. That was super interesting. And I think they as well. The Rosal Great House is definitely one of the must-do things in Montego Bay. And yes, I would recommend the night tour. Um, the day tour is a bit, uh, it's all right, but the night tour is much better. We won't spoil it for our listeners. But if you get to Montego Bay, the must-do is the Rosal Great House. And yes, one of the um, golf courses in Montego Bay actually passes through that plantation, that, that area. And it's called the White Witch Course, obviously named after, uh, I would say, the principal character of that tour. So again, something quite interesting to do while you're in the Montego Bay area. 100%. And another one that Jamaica is quite well known for, I think, is the Duns River Falls. That, again, yep. is another one. If you're going, you have to do it. It's absolutely amazing. I was pretty surprised, though. I had no idea that there was a beach at the bottom of it. Right. Not many places in the world you can go to the beach to climb a waterfall. So it's a 600-foot cascading waterfall, very beautiful. And it comes right down to the Caribbean Sea. You head down to the beach and... You know, have a few hours on the beach if you wish. A lot of people will just go down and start climbing the falls. But yes, it's another one of the things that we like to see a signature attraction and it's not done anywhere else in the world, climbing a waterfall like that of that nature. So yeah, definitely. We're so happy that you're able to experience, again, another of the must-do things when you visit Jamaica. It's awesome. But don't forget water shoes. That's your top tip. Take water shoes. Definitely. Definitely. And there's quite a few other sort of experiences and attractions you could do. Um, Are there any other sort of main ones that you think um, are good to know about Donovan? Well, definitely. Right next door to Don's River, we have another fantastic property called Mystic Mountain. And many of us have seen the movie Cool Runnings. So you can actually go to Mystic Mountain and have a wonderful experience called a bobsled ride. Um, It's not just about the bobsled. You have lots of things. You actually get up on the Sky Explorer, which is uh, what we call a modified ski lift to give you an an idea of what it's like to get up to the top of the mountain. Of course, you can do zip lining, uh, ATV riding, lots of activities at Mystic Mountain. So that's another uh, thing that we definitely recommend. Another thing that I would also heavily recommend is rafting, river rafting, um, either on the Martha Bray, which is close to Montego Bay, or if you head east to Port Antonio on the Rio Grande, and it's on these, you know, 30, 25, 30 foot bamboo rafts, and you're being pulled down the rivers. It's very relaxing, a romantic thing to do. And yeah, one of the to-do things that um, you have to do in Jamaica. The third thing that I would also recommend is a horseback ride and swim, where the horses actually go out to sea while you're riding them. And when the water becomes deep enough, the horses begin to swim while you're on their backs. And it's an amazing experience um, that you can have while you're in Jamaica. So lots to do. Obviously, we don't have time to go through 175, but we tell everybody, come to Jamaica, experience some, and there's always more for you to come back and experience the next time and the next time and the next time. Never run out of things to do while in Jamaica. And that's why we have so many people returning year after year to continue 
the experience that they've started in Jamaica. Oh, that all sounds amazing. So I'm guessing once you've once you've been doing all these crazy activities, you you work up a bit of an appetite. And um, Jamaica, you have very Caribbean food is uh, is amazing. I mean, we I think it's seen a bit of a, an influx here in the UK, um, mm-hmm. and I think we've all had a try of a bit of curry goat and uh, aki saltfish. But I wanted mm-hmm. to ask you, Donovan, what's what's a rundown? A uh, rundown. It's usually fish or seafood which is actually cooked in a coconut sauce so it's really rich and creamy lots of spices and a rundown if you hear a mackerel rundown don't run from it or you know a prawn rundown it's actually usually seafood in this rich coconut creamy sauce very flavorful very spicy and you're getting me very hungry thinking about um, a rundown right now, and of course the many other foods that we have in Jamaica. So is it called a rundown because it's it's like healthy? It boosts your immune when you're feeling rundown. I, I don't. I really don't know where the name comes from, but I have a feeling it has to do with something with the runny consistency of the coconut cream. I'm not sure to be honest, but traditionally we have just called it a rundown. And it's made with that coconut sauce. Sounds delicious. I've got a bit of a funny story about the um, Caribbean food. So we had a a bride and groom a long time ago in another life. I worked at Kew Gardens and uh, it was our first Caribbean couple had asked for rice and peas. And chef had made white rice and petit pois (laughs) green peas. And they looked at him as if to say, are you crazy? (laughs) Yes. um, When we... When we say rice and peas, the peas in Jamaica are what we call red peas, which are actually kidney beans. And it gives the rice a lovely flavor and color. It's also cooked with coconut cream, lots of spices, lots of herbs. And again, it could be a dish by itself, but it's a great um, side to all the meats that we have in Jamaica. I think one of the things we pride ourselves of is that we do offer probably the best food in the Caribbean. Lots of fresh seafood. Of course, everybody knows about our jerk. Um, Jerk has now become synonymous with Caribbean food and it all started in Jamaica. So we could talk forever, talking about our rums, our foods, our fruit. And these are the things that we invite you to try when you're in Jamaica. Uh, Try the local Akian sawfish, you mentioned that earlier. Try the local dishes, Uh, try the local fruit. You'd be amazed how sweet and interesting the flavours are while you're out and about. Donovan, can you confirm? So just then was we were speaking about food, I was thinking back to everything that I tried over there. Festival, that is a food, isn't it? Festival is a food. Um, the easiest thing, uh, I call it fried dough. It's the easiest way. Think of a fried dumpling, a uh, fried donut. So it's, well, a donut is fried. But think of it as maybe a donut with probably a little heavier texture. But again, a lovely thing to have when you're having spicy food because it's slightly sweet and it just takes the edge off the spice. So, yeah. And so the patties, they were incredible as well. Patties, um, again, something we inherited from the British, the pasties, but we like to say we improved on it. And I'm sure you agree that you can have fast food in Jamaica is a patty and a cocoa bread and a soda and you're good for a well few hours. That's what we had. It was so good. So, so good. 
So it's not surprising that so many people want to come to your fabulous country. And uh, I know you attract quite a lot of VIPs to the area. What sort mm-hmm. of things do the um, VIPs get up to? Where would you, you know, some really exclusive places that they might hang out? Well, one of the things that the VIPs enjoy is that they're almost anonymous in Jamaica. Um, then people, Jamaicans are not really starstruck. They get on and they just, you know, are like anybody else. Uh, this week, if I can say so, I can name drop. We had Madonna um, celebrating her birthday in Jamaica this week. So lots oh, of celebrities. Yes. So, you know, just hanging out, doing their own stuff. Um, So, yes, we do have the celebrities staying in the villas, staying in the hotels and just enjoying their holiday like anybody else would. I know a lot of celebrities go to Jamaica to record and write their albums as well. Yep. uh, We do have a particular resort jumps to mind, G-Jam Studios in Port Antonio. I know Amy Winehouse, I know, recorded there as well. Trying to think of the British artists. But um, yes, we do have recording studios and we do have that particular uh, resort, which has a recording studio. And a lot of the artists do like to get their get their inspiration and, of course, make some good music while in Jamaica and enjoying their holiday. How's your musical talent, Donovan? Have you recorded uh, anything? No, I would clear I would clear a room out if I started to sing. So that's not one of my talents. <laughs> that's great. So we've mentioned it's really great for VIPs and it's synonymous with sort of honeymoons and couples. But what about families? Is there lots to do for families and would you recommend it for a family? Definitely. We do have an increase in properties that are um, for the family market. Lots of um, demand for that. And again, lots of the attractions are created for the families in mind. Uh, The last thing you'd want to do is go on holiday with especially teenagers and they start moaning that they're bored. So with so much to do in the different resort areas, it's really good that the families do come to Jamaica and do have the experiences that they can talk about and they encourage others to get involved with. We do have a lot of multi-generational travel as well. Lots of groups, lots of families come in for special occasions or just that one-off really planned family holiday or family reunions. We do find quite a few of those happening these days. And Jonathan, I wanted to ask you as well, just for our listeners um, who are thinking about travelling to Jamaica or have got something ready to go. Um, I didn't do it myself, but at the airport, you've got a bit of fast track there that you can do on arrivals and departures. Can you tell us yep. a little bit more about that? Yep. So we have a company called VIPattractions.com and they offer two club lounges in Montego Bay. It's Club Mobe and in Kingston, it's Club Kingston. Uh, one of the great things they do is a especially in Montego Bay, where you have several flights arriving. It's very crowded. The queues can take up during our immigration. They offer a VIP fast track service where you're met once you deplane, you're fast tracked through immigration. They assist with your luggage retrieval. And then after customs clearance, you wait in the VIP arrivals lounge until your transfers are ready. Uh, on return, of course, you have access to the departure lounge, award-winning departure lounge, uh, really good range of food, uh, premium drinks. They have shower facilities, a business center, a kiddies area. So quite a lot to do in uh, the VIP lounges. 
Um, I may add that with the current climate, um, some of these facilities may not be available. I'm not sure, but it's always good to remember that with the current conditions and protocols, I'm not sure if the shower facilities, for instance, are open, but it's something that you can easily check um, by going on their website. Amazing. So that's been a really great intro into Jamaica, to be honest with you. It's a place through and through that's absolutely incredible. I know when I went for my first time, everyone greets you and they say, welcome home. Um, mm-hmm. And they literally treat you like it is your home. It's just beautiful there. And as you've gone through, you've got over 175 attractions. You've got luxury accommodation staying village. You've got a really amazing choice. Great for families, couples, honeymoons, kind of whatever kind of holiday you're looking for. Jamaica really does tick all the boxes. Definitely. Definitely. And as I said, you know, um, we tell everybody once you come to Jamaica, you got smitten and you think or you do need to come back to experience. The experience is unending. You can't do it in one holiday. So we encourage you or invite you to come again and try a different area. Lots of people, however, they fall in love with one hotel, one resort. They make friends with the staff and that becomes their home away from home. So we invite you, whether to the same resort or to try new resorts, it's like, as you said, home away from home. And Donovan, would you say, say you wanted to go to the Caribbean, but you weren't sure which island you fancied? What do you think makes Jamaica the best one for, for your travellers especially? Easy to get to with direct services. Lots of hotels internationally known as well to choose from. Lots of activities to do. Uh, great food, friendly people. Um, yeah, it's just a destination that ticks all the boxes. So if you're thinking about a Caribbean destination, Jamaica definitely has something for everyone. And we definitely recommend you to join us. Um, if you want more information, obviously, we have a really good website called visitjamaica.com. And there's also a website called Jamaica Experiences. It's an app, actually, which you can download and actually do some research and find out about the things that you would like to do while on holiday. So visit jamaica.com and the Jamaica Experience app are two sites or two portals I would heavily recommend for you to get more information on your holiday to Jamaica. Awesome. Thank you. We'll put those links um, in the show notes and also links to all the other amazing attractions that we've spoken about as well. Mm -hmm. And that's been a really enjoyable episode. So thank you as always to Jules from the team. Thank you. And thank you to Donovan for joining us today. We've loved it. Thank you so much for having us. And I look forward to welcoming you in Jamaica in the very near future. Definitely. And so if you've loved this episode um, and all our previous ones, please do give us a five-star rating and tell your friends. And don't forget to head over to our sponsor's website, notjusttravel.com, to find any of the latest offers to Jamaica and get yours booked. Thank you very much. Thank you. The Travel Podcast is sponsored by Not Just Travel, where it's not just travel, it's a way of life. We hope you liked this podcast. And if you did, please tell your friends, but also take a moment to rate us on iTunes as it helps spread the word. Thanks for listening.